0: This podcast features the preaching ministry of the late Bob Baxter, lovingly known as Brother Bob to his congregants. He served as the senior pastor of Mount Harmony Baptist Church for 49 years. There, he taught the Word of God with humor, wit, and fervor throughout his ministry. And this podcast is dedicated to sharing that ministry with others. May God bless the preaching of His Word now and always. Thank you. Turn in your Bibles, please, to the 30th chapter of Isaiah. 1 verse, verse 15. For thus saith the Lord God, the Holy One of Israel, In returning and rest shall ye be saved, In quietness and in confidence shall be your strength, And ye would not. May we pray. Our Father, we are grateful for all your blessings. Help us, our Father, to understand what the Word of God is saying to us today. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. For thus saith the Lord God, the Holy One of Israel. When the Bible puts it like that, We had better listen. For the Lord has for us a wonderful message. Now what had happened was these Hebrews who had been set free from the bondage that they had known for 400 years in Egypt had decided to go back down to the land of Egypt where they had been in captivity. They decided to go back down there For their help. And the Lord said, no, no, don't do that. Now that's the way we are after we've been set free from the world of always wanting to go back to the world for our help. And the Lord doesn't want us to either. But in this passage, the Lord gives us four things we're to do. And when we do those four things, then He gives us two great promises. First of all, he said that we are to return to the Lord. Not to the world, but keep on returning again and again to the Lord. You know we Christians have a tendency to drift. The Bible refers to us as sheep. And there's a lot of similarity between us Christians and sheep. That's for sure and certain. Because a sheep just gets his head down and gets to grazing and he doesn't pay any attention to where he's going and that's why he always has to have a shepherd to keep him rounded up. He gets off course. So he must have a shepherd. And we Christians are like that. We have to have a shepherd to keep us on course and we are again and again to return to the Lord. We are to return again and again in prayer. We can't just pray one time and that be enough, but we are to keep on and on returning to God in prayer. And then there are those who need to return to believing in the power of God to change and revolutionize things in our lives and in the lives of others. For it is so easy for us to get forget about God's great Power. And we began to think that if things cannot be done by human means They cannot be done And that's one of the things that the Lord was reminding Israel about He said you need to return to believing in the power of God And in our own lives so many times we need to do that Four great difficulties come up And people began to say there is no way out. And we are to remember that our God has a way out in the power of God. The same Jesus. Jesus is the same yesterday, today and forever. He fed 5,000 out of one boy's lunch. It is amazing what God can do. We need to return to believing in His power. Then... We need to return to believing in His book and letting the book of God, the Bible, say to us what it's got to say. Sometimes we are more interested in what the newspaper has to say than we are about what the Bible has to say. The other day, my pastor friend at Concord was telling me about what the uh, paper ran about the Concord Baptist Church. And I said to him, that was a good article. It looked good to me. And he said, Bob, you don't know how messed up they had it. This one wasn't on this committee and all that. And then he told me the fact of it. And so some of us preachers were talking. He, they said, we tend to believe everything we read in the paper. And we know that a lot of it is not that way. But friends, we need to get back to believing one thing for sure and certain. And that is the Word of God is true. It is the Word of God. It is the inerrant Word of God. And we need to return those who strayed from that to believing in that again. For you see, the devil has a way of making people doubt the Bible. And they begin to wonder, is the Bible really the Word of God? Those who strayed need to return to that. And then those who have strayed from this need to return to believing that you must be born again in order to enter the kingdom of God. For the devil has come along and he, he, he has said, don't be so worried and upset about whether people have been born again or not. Everything will work out all right in the end. And people will somehow or another get to heaven. But you know the Bible said, except ye are born again, ye cannot see the kingdom of God And those who have strayed from that and believe there is some other way to enter into the kingdom need to return unto the Lord and believing that you have to be born again to enter into the kingdom of God. And then those who strayed away from it need to return again to believing that Jesus Christ is God's Son, God's great and marvelous Son, God's only begotten Son, that he has come to our world and that he is a savior of the world. He said, Return. That's the first thing we're to do. The second thing we're to do is rest in the Lord. Rest in the Lord. Now to rest in the Lord means to be close to the Lord. When I was a little chap, I used to go to my grandfather Baxter and say, I want to hear your watch tick. Now he wore overalls all the time and he had a bib on those overalls. And he had a watch that he kept in the pocket of those overalls. Now I knew that if I said to my grandfather, Baxter, I want to hear your watch tick, that he would take me up in his lap and let me put my ear down against his chest and listen to his watch. But I really didn't care to hear a watch tick. I wanted to be close to my grandfather. Now, we need to be close to God. Rest in God. As it were, listen to God's heartbeat. When we get close enough to God, we can rest in God. And resting in God means letting go and let God work through us. Instead of our trying to do the work of God, let God work through us. Friends, it's awfully difficult to do the work of God, for we mortal beings in our flesh do not have the strength and the power and the knowledge and the wherewithal to do the work of God. But when we will rest in the Lord and yield ourselves to Him, God will work through us. That's what He wants us to do. Rest in the Lord. I see people sometimes, they are so worn out working for the Lord. And I want to say, hold it, stop what you're doing, rest in the Lord. And let God work through you. Then to rest in the Lord means that we are to believe that the same God who saved us is able to keep us. Isn't that a strange thing we mortals are? That so many times we believe that the God who saved us is not able to keep us. He is able to keep us. So we depend on the same One who saved us to keep us. And then to rest in the Lord means that we are to believe that God wants what's best for us. Now we do not understand that because we are children who have not yet reached maturity. And we do not understand what God is doing. But He wants what's best for us. And we can rest in the Lord and not kick against the pricks knowing that He wants what's best for us. Resting in the Lord is trusting in the Lord when you can't understand. Joseph was sold into slavery by his brothers. Joseph went down to Egypt. He was tempted by Potiphar's wife. But in the midst of all of that, Joseph remained faithful to God because even though Joseph couldn't understand, he didn't know what was going on. He knew that somehow God was working out His plan and God was working out His will and God was working out His way and Joseph was resting in the Lord. And therefore, he could say later on in life to his brothers, he said, you meant that to me for evil when you sold me into slavery. But he said God was working in it all, and God worked it out for good. And because Joseph went into slavery, his brothers and his father was able to live during that terrible time of famine. God's working in mysterious ways His wonders to perform. And a rest in the Lord means in Him when we do not understand what's going on in our lives. Then He said another word. If we will learn to be quiet in quietness. Now there is great spiritual strength in quiet times with the Lord. Now, we have come in modern days to think that power, the power of God always represents some great hullabaloo going on. Now, God sometimes does come with the blowing of a trumpet. And that's the way His Son is going to come. But I want to tell you, friends, God works a lot of times in quiet ways. In quiet ways. Now, I love the amens we have in this church Once in a while. But I want to tell you, a worship service should not be like a ball game. I've heard more people say, one of my preacher friends was quarreling the other day. He said, my people go to the ball game and scream and holler and carry on and they come to church and sit there like knots on a log and I want them to do something and say something. As I said we preachers love it To get some amens That's like saying Sick them to a dog But anyway You can You can have too much Care and soul. My friends You don't have to have that To have all the noise To have the working of God Let me remind you of one night Oh it was a night of nights When the greatest thing That ever happened To our little planet earth Happened For God's Son, with all of His splendor and all of His glory, came down and was born in the little town of Bethlehem. And God slipped into this planet so quietly that nobody in Bethlehem woke up to know what was going on. How could that have been the greatest event in all human history? God coming down to live among us in the form of His Son and He slipped in in the quietness of the night. Then there was another time when God's great power was demonstrated in a marvelous and unique way. That was the night that Jesus Christ was in that tomb. And when Jesus Christ conquered death There wasn't any trumpet sounds. There wasn't any royal hallelujahs. Jesus Christ conquered death in a quiet way. For He just got up out of that tomb, walked out, and was so quiet, He didn't even wake up those Roman guards. What about that? In quietness, there's power sometimes in there. greatest thing that ever happened to me happened in a quiet way. For one day I prayed and asked Jesus to come into my life. He came in so quietly. I didn't hear any drum beats. I didn't hear any bugle sound. I didn't feel any strange sensation running up and down my spine. I just asked him and quietly he came in. So the Word of God says in quietness. That's not to say that God doesn't sometimes work with the sound of trumpets. My friends, don't you ever leave a service saying the power of God wasn't there. Because there's no great hullabaloo going on. God chooses to do great Marvelous, magnificent, wonderful things in quietness. So he said, We're to return, we're to rest, and then we're to have confidence. We're to have confidence that Jesus is who he said he was. For you know, Jesus was the Son of God or He was the biggest hypocrite that's ever walked upon the earth. For He said, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life, I am the door. No man cometh unto the Father but by Me. He said He was God and He was. And we need to return to a real confidence and have confidence in that. We need a confidence in His love. A confidence in the fact that he will keep his promises. He never makes a promise that he doesn't keep. Then he said if we'll do these four things, we'll have these two rewards. Number one, we'll be saved. Saved? Saved. That's right. Saved from the power of the devil. I know that in our day there is a lot going on that the devil is in charge of. But I want to tell you, dear friends, when Jesus Christ enters into you, you have something greater in you that is in this world. And it is a wonderful thing to know that even though the devil may be the prince of this world, when Jesus comes in, we are saved. And we can have victory over Him. It doesn't matter what goes on around us. Saved from His power. Then we are saved from hell. For out yonder at the end of life there are two places. For there is a place in every life that we call death. And that place in life that we call death does not mean the cessation of life. It does not mean... That the soul ceased to exist. Death is simply a forks of the road. Like right here is death. And all of those who know Jesus turn and go to life. All those that don't know Jesus turn and go to hell. That's what death means. And so when Isaiah said the word to the Lord that if you'll return to the Lord dressed in the Lord, quietness in the Lord, confidence in the Lord that you will be saved, saved from that road that leads down to an eternal hell. And then He said that we shall have strength, saved in strength. If we'll do these things, we'll have strength. Strength to endure, strength to forgive, Strength to live life like we want to live it. Remember what he said now. How do you get strength? Return again and again to the Lord. Rest in the Lord. Believe in Him. In quietness. Have a quiet time with the Lord. And in confidence. Have confidence in the Lord. Look what he said, the last words. Turn in your Bibles again to that. And let's just look at it together. And he said, And ye would not. And you would not. I wonder if the Lord is saying to anybody here at Mount Harmony this morning I've offered you these two blessings. Salvation and strength. From my word I've told you how to have it. And you would not. You would not. My friends, the Lord's not going to knock you down and drag you down the aisle. He's just not going to do it. He's offered it. In His Word this morning, He's made it plain and simple. Will you respond to His call? There are those here this morning, you, you don't have the salvation He's talked about. Will you come to the Lord? You can have it this morning. Will you come? He'll make a difference. Life will be different. Heaven, you'll have it. Will you come this morning to Him? Those who are not saved, then those who have membership somewhere else and you ought to move your membership to this church, will you come? Are those who ought to come and read that May we pray. Father, in these moments, bring people to Yourself. Father, it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast featuring the preaching ministry of Bob Baxter.